0: This is Channel Attitude, your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody on this Monday, October 23rd, 2023. I am Vince Russo. And this is the Attitude Era Show, season six, episode twenty-three, June eighth, nineteen ninety-eight. And man, this show is really, really starting to get on a roll, man. The the seedlings of what is now known. As the attitude era is really starting to grow and you can see this man on a, on a week to week basis, man, just very, very, very organic. You've got characters staying true to who they are. And like I said, When you can create that type of a template, this show is going to write itself. When people act like people and stay within the realm of reality of how they would react to certain situations, you're going to have a show that comes across as very, very real. And um, that's what's happening now with uh, the Attitude Era shows. We open up the beginning of this show, man, and we find out JYD, man, the great junkyard dog, passed away. Um, I believe a dog died unexpectedly in a car accident, bro, Um, which was very, very, very sad news. I mean, an absolute legend. Um, and there is nobody out there that would disagree with me if they actually saw the, uh, junkyard dog work. A great, 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 uh, performer. I actually shared a car ride with him one time that I absolutely positively never forgot. Um, this show is very special. Because on this show, Mr. McMahon is going to win a humanitarian award. And we open up the show with Mr. McMahon in black tie, coming down to the stage with uh, Pat and Jerry. And uh, he says, I come before you a humble man with generosity, caring, and sharing in my heart. You see, you only know the Vince you see on TV. The extraordinary mental prowess. Unparalleled success. This was my favorite. Herculean physicality. This was all Vince, guys. Let me just please make this perfectly clear. Vince McMahon as Mr. McMahon was absolutely brilliant 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 you know you guys you talk about the rock you talk about austin we talk about all these great characters i don't know why vince mcmahon is not in that conversation uh mr mcmahon what a character vince says tonight We celebrate the true Vince McMahon, generosity, caring. Uh, Meanwhile, the fans are chanting Austin. And uh, Vince tells everybody tonight he is going to be honored the Humanitarian of the Year Award. And he also is inviting Steve Austin. And JR tells us that that's... Invite has been accepted by Stone Cold. So there it is, bro. There it is in the first 10 minutes of the show. Vince McMahon is going to be awarded a humanitarian award. And Steve Austin is going to be present for that um, award ceremony. The stage is set, bro. Remember, I tell you guys, beginning, middle, end, the stage is set at the beginning for what we're going to see at the end. And we will string this throughout the show with the backstage vignettes and whatever we have to do. Um, now, uh, JR also informs us as if that's not enough. The Undertaker is on his way <clears throat> to the building and there is going to be hell to pay based on what happened from last week. As I said, guys, at the beginning of the show, if you stay true to every character you have on this show, this show is going to write itself. And based on what happened last week with Taker and Kane and Mankind, Taker is pissed. And he is on his way to the building. We open up. There are a lot of King of the Ring qualifying matches on this show. The first one is the Godfather against uh, Ken Shamrock. The Godfather taps out uh, due to the Shamrock ankle lock. Uh, D'Lo hits the ring, um, gets heat on Shamrock, which brings out Dan Severn. Because Severn has a match with D'Lo for the King of the Ring tournament later on uh, in the program, there is another stare down between Shamrock and Severn. Um, so it is clear to me this was the plan, and uh, you know, I don't think it was creative contractually. Um, things just broke down, so it never really happened. From there, they talk about their last uh, weekend visit to Madison Square Garden, where they sold it out. But the reason they are highlighting that is because they are announcing that summer, uh, not Summer Sam Survivor Series 1998 is going to be at Madison Square Garden. I believe. That is the highway to hell. Now, throughout the course of the show, we have DX in the Big Apple. And oh, my gosh, bro. Um, (laughs) The uh, racist derogatory things that were said throughout this show in comedy, all in comedy, all in character, all in fun. Um, I'm just pointing them out because these things would never in a million years make air today. So I'm just pointing them out. Um, I did not produce these. Maybe it was a Bruce. I am not sure. But uh, DX takes to the streets of the Big Apple. Uh, They ask a, a, a Korean woman had she seen Godzilla. Then a New York City cop does a suck it with them. Uh, they make fun of a Pakistani man at a news uh, stand. Then they find a Ted Turner lookalike and they tell him that they saw his wife, Jane Fonda, a moment ago on 42nd street. Bro this would have never flown this stuff would have never flown today but again I just want to add and make sure you understand this was all done in fun with a stereotyping people absolutely yes but this was all done in the uh, in the form of the entertainment from there, we have a tag match with Mark Merrow and Jeff Jarrett against uh, Steve Blackman and Farouk. I believe Merrow and Double J are meeting in the tournament, King of the Ring tournament, uh, because they won their first round. So that's why we, uh, we are, we are bringing them together. Also, man, before the match, I had a pop. There was a spot for uh, WWF, the music volume Two, the great Jim Johnson, whose name never got mentioned, but uh, they were promoting Circuit City, bro. That's where you could get the CD. Um, as you guys know, man, Circuit City is now, of course, a thing of the past, uh, much like the Wiz. But anyway, I had a pop. Um, So Mero and Double J are teaming up together because they're facing each other next week in the King of the Ring tournament. Uh, Blackman and Farouk wind up going over because Mero uh, is um, putting Jackie, Miss Jackie, over on ringside. Remember, Miss Jackie just replaced Sable. Mero's putting her over, talking to her. In the meantime, Jeff's in trouble in the ring. And he winds up getting rolled up for the loss. And then at the end of this match, there is a little heat between Merrow and Jeff Jarrett just to create a little something going into next week's match. From there, bro, we have more DX in New York. Uh, and they see a X rated, um, an X rated, uh, peep show, I guess across the street. And Triple H says, let's go grab a slice of pie. Uh, then there is more picking on Palestine uh, taxi drivers, etc., etc., etc. From there, we have Flash Funk against Owen Hart. This is a king of the ring. And we have Owen going over in this match. Um, We then, before we go to commercial break, Taker is here. So, bro, we got two major threads in this show. We've got Austin, who's going to show up for the Humanitarian of the Year Award for Mr. McMahon, and Taker is here as well looking for Mr. McMahon. He is not happy. Um, we see a shot that was taken during the commercial break of Taker looking for Vince. We then go to a match between Chains and Draws, and we make it a point of saying Draws is not a member of LOD 2000. Uh, he's simply a friend of theirs. So I guess that look, uh, Draws with LOD 2000 really did not work out that well. And again, man, like I said, Hawk was going through a tough time. So it's very, 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 very possible that Vince wanted draws away from that situation. However, after we get chains over, here comes Taker, man. So this is where the carnage begins for the night. And he chokeslams draws, chokeslams chains. He's yelling, where's McMahon? Where's McMahon? And there is a shot on the Titan in the back of Vince shaking hands with the dignitaries that are going to be offering him the humanitarian of the year award. From there, we go back to, uh, uh, the, the arena DX comes out. And the crowd is absolutely rabid, bro, rabid. LOD comes out, DOA comes out. They all want a shot at the tag team titles, which brings out Sergeant Slaughter, and he makes a match for later tonight. Later tonight, there is going to be a triple threat match between these teams to determine the tag team champions. We then go back to the taker in the back. He is tearing, bro, the backstage area apart. And we're doing all the taker spots, bro, before break. We're doing them all before break. Bro, just just watch Raw next time and see how they go into break. Never, ever, ever a cliffhanger. From there, we come back. We got an edge vignette, which was a really, 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 really good vignette. We got Mark Henry and Vader. I believe this is King of the Ring. Here comes Taker, bro. Taker comes before there is a winner and choke slams both Mark Henry and Vader. Man, bro, this was impressive. Think about think about how strong you have to be to get those two men up. Now obviously they are helping you, bro, but still Think about how big these two men are. JR says, What do you think he's going to do to Mr. McMahon? So we know that's going to come to a showdown. From there, we go to a Sable package. And we remind everybody that Sable has left the WWE and there will be a um tribute package for Sable later on in the show. From there we go to DLo and Dan Severn in a match uh for the King of the Ring, DLo taps out. Uh Owen hits the ring and drops Severn and that brings out Shamrock who runs Owen into the crowd. So a lot of this stuff is just being done to add a little something to the King of the Ring tournament matches that are going to be taking place for the next couple of weeks. From there, we go to the Sable tribute package. And we are trying to make people believe that Sable really is gone. We go to earlier today, Austin meeting with the same dignitaries who met earlier with Vince. Then we go to a match with Val Venus and Dustin Rhodes, and Val Venus opens this up. And I knew I wrote a lot of these. This one was a little flat, I'll be honest. Dennis Rodman and I have a lot in common. They both call us the worm. The only difference is he dominates the boards while I dominate the broads um but once again here comes taker double choke slam on val and dustin man so taker is obviously dominating this show i had a pop man we went to a doc hendrix spot and dx with a super soakers God, I, I, Doc Hendricks, bro. Was that not a joke? Was that not a rib on Michael Hayes? Um, And, bro, I don't know if you know this or not, but where he got Doc Hendricks from, it was Doc D-O-K. I believe he took that from the band Docken, and then, um, you know, Hendricks from Jimi Hendrix. But this was so stupid and silly, bro. You know, this was Michael P.S. Hayes, but now he's Doc Hendricks. But anyway, from there, we go to our three-way. We are getting ready for our three-way. We go to the back, and Taker is beating up Sergeant Slaughter in the back. And then we see the cops now, numerous cops, troops of cops arriving on the scene. Here's Al Snow and head to color. Al still wants a meeting with uh Mr. McMahon. He's oblivious to what is going on. Security comes and removes Al. Now, uh the three-way man, I don't even I don't even remember who went over in that three-way. And I did not even write that down. I don't remember, guys, what happened in that three-way. There was so much other stuff going on, but it's not important. The New Age Outlaws did not lose their belts. So the Cops Corner Taker, Austin, is introduced. So we have an unbelievable setup here, bro. We got Vince in the ring accepting the award. We got Austin in the ring. We got Taker in the back being cornered by at least a dozen cops. This was a great setup going into this last segment. Again, guys, you got to understand, we're going head-to-head with Nitro, bro. How are you going to turn this off? We got the deck so fully stacked. So George Martin of the New York Giants is the first one to um, award the humanitarian award from his uh, charity, but he tells Vince, first of all, you gave us less than you promised, and second of all, it took two attempts for your check to clear. And he says to Vince, you didn't even give to our organization." And he is he is embarrassing Vince a little bit. But he also lets George Martin, lets Vince know that Steve Austin, just so you know, is my favorite WWE superstar. So next we have the Hallis Payton Foundation Award. This was being presented by Chicago Bear running back Darnell Autry. Uh, and Darnell reminds Vince, you never gave us a check. And just so you know, my favorite WWE superstar is so-called Steve Austin. Vince had the greatest line on perhaps the entire show here, where he tells Martin and Autry, your attempted humor is only exceeded by my generosity. He then goes ahead and thanks the fans. And um and, and Vince says I I deserve the accolades by turning the other cheek. My awards will be my, my awards will be presented um or displayed. In the WWE Future Hall of Fame, bro, this is what year 1998, 20, 25 years later, bro. There still is no Hall of Fame, but when Vince says that my awards will be a, a fixture in the future WWE Hall of Fame, I'm sure at that time there was hopes and talks about there being a concrete WWE Hall of Fame, but. Uh, that's 25 years ago. Um, Austin then is uh, is behind Vince and he winds up pulling twelve hundred dollars out of Vince's pocket. He says to Vince, you are the tightest son of a bitch in the world, and the only award you should win is the Jackass of the Year. All of a sudden, bro, the lights go out and there's a gong. So what started at the beginning is now accumulating, bro, for the grand finale here at the end. This is what you hung around for, bro, and this is what we have to pay off. Lights go out. Druid, the Druids are pushing a casket down to the ring, All eyes are on the casket. Austin's eyes are on the casket. We assume this is taker. And Austin's getting ready, man. He's taking off his black tie for the black tie affair. Out from underneath the ring, mankind attacks Austin from behind. Then the casket pops open. It is Kane. Kane is in the casket. Who is Austin's next opponent? Kane and Mankind get heat on Steve Austin and then dump Steve Austin in the casket and close the top. This is why the cops had to hold Taker at bay because we could not let Taker hit the ring and make the save. We had to get heat on the heels, man. Do you remember that saying, heat on the heels? That's why we showed a couple of shots of the cops cornering Taker. He couldn't go through all of them, which allowed this shenanigans to happen. Vince is ecstatic at the end. Paul Bear is ecstatic as Kane and Mankind dump Austin in the coffin. Uh, man, things are as, as a JR would say, business is really starting to pick up, man. The attitude era is really, really, really starting to hit its stride. I hope you guys are starting to see why we did things the way we did. And you could tell, man, you could tell how into this all the talent are. They are into it, man. They have stories. There is meaning to everybody. Man, perhaps the one in it more than everybody else is Vince McMahon. It is such a different vibe, man, when the talent buys into what you're doing. And we are definitely creating this type of atmosphere and environment here, man. So there you have it, everybody. Again, season six, episode 23, June 8th, 1998. I hope you enjoy it, man. I will see you next time.